CCleaner or CrapCleaner has been hacked and so have billions of Bluetooth devices. The Pirate Bay is secretly stealing your money with every visit. And how do you protect your Wi-Fi from your customers? My name is Pablo and I'm a security researcher at Brucex Security and I welcome you to The Safe Zone. Hello everyone and welcome back to The Safe Zone. My name is Pablo, a security researcher at Brucex Security. And man, has it been a busy week in the InfoSec world. There has been so much hacking going on and I want to share everything with you. So I'm not going to hold you any longer for the intro. Let's jump into this week's security news. CCleaner or crap cleaner has been hacked. If you don't know what CCleaner is, it is a very popular junk cleaning tool. Now, what is a junk cleaning tool? It is basically a tool that searches your entire computer for what's called junk files that have been left there by various software. For example, your browser is one of the main sources of junk files out there. It finds those files and it deletes them immediately, thus allowing you to have a little bit more disk space on your computer. Now, CCleaner has been the victim of what's called a supply chain attack. This means that their official download servers have been compromised and they had their installers swapped by a malicious version built by the hackers. Now, if you have downloaded CCleaner from August the 15th until September the 12th, 2017 from its official website, then you might want to be slightly worried because your machine has been compromised. The malware was discovered by Cisco's Talos Intelligence Group on September the 13th and was quickly confirmed by Peterform and Avast. Peterform are the developers of CCleaner and Avast are makers of antivirus software and they have recently acquired Peterform, which makes it all the more interesting. Now, what does the malware do? It is currently just collecting various information about your computer, which includes your computer name, the list of installed software and Windows updates, the list of running processes, IPs, and MAC addresses, and also if your computer is running on admin privileges or not. Now, we're not entirely sure yet, but evidence suggests that this might have been an inside job from an employee at Piriform. We cannot be sure yet, but we will keep you updated if we know anything further. Now, if you're one of the unlucky few that have downloaded the malware, you can just update to the newest version. Now, a lot of websites will suggest that you check your version number to see if your version of CCleaner has been compromised. However, we suggest you take no risk whatsoever when it comes to security and just update to the newest version right away. You can do that by visiting the official Piriform website or the official CCleaner website, which is now, of course, safe again. Billions, and yes, you've heard that right, billions of Bluetooth devices are now vulnerable to an attack called Blueborn. Now, Blueborn uses eight zero-day exploits in Bluetooth that can be used to completely take over the Bluetooth device. The researchers were able to take over Android devices, iOS devices, Linux devices, Windows devices, 
Internet of Things devices, wearables, like everything that runs on Bluetooth, basically. An attacker using Blueborn can basically take over any Bluetooth device whatsoever without any user interaction and without the user knowing it. The Bluetooth device also doesn't have to be paired to the attacker, only enabling Bluetooth is enough for infection. With Blueborn, attackers can spread ransomware and malware to other Bluetooth devices, or then can use it as a man in the middle to go and send false login pages to the user. Even though Apple, Microsoft and Google have pushed out patches for the vulnerability, not all devices have been patched. For example, all the Android versions that are older than 6.0 are still vulnerable to the attack. If you want to check if your Android phone is susceptible to the attack, you can download the Blueborn Vulnerability Scanner by Armis, which is A-R-M-I-S, to check if your phone is vulnerable. Pirates will be pirates. The Pirate Bay is caught running a cryptocurrency miner in the background of your browser. They're doing this using a JavaScript miner that is basically mining Monero, which is an alternative to Bitcoin, and they're doing this completely without any user interaction. Now, after discovery, the Pirate Bay has just commented that this is only a test and they really want to get rid of all the ads. You know, I think personally that this is a good thing because there's so many websites that are offering all those ads and they are just super annoying. Whereas the Pirate Bay is just using 20 to 30% of your CPU that you probably wouldn't use either way to make money to keep the site running. However, I do think that they should get explicit consent of the user to use their CPU or at least give a notification that they are mining cryptocurrency with their computer power. I am not here to judge on the morality of the issue, but I am very interested in the development of this new way of making money. And I hope that a lot of websites will also implement this in the future because, let's face it, ads are just annoying. Alright, that was it for this week's security news, so let's just jump on to this week's topic, which is protecting your customer's Wi-Fi. It is a topic that is very, very close to my heart because it just happens so often that I go into some coffee store or I go to my hairdresser and I want to log on to the Wi-Fi and I see that it's poorly protected. You know, as a customer, the best thing you can do is just hop on a VPN and browse the web on a secure connection. But then again, most of your customers don't even know what a VPN is, let alone know how to use one. And here I'm only talking about the risks for the customer. You as a business can also have some risks involved with opening up your Wi-Fi for your customers. For example, if you don't really separate your business network from your customer's network, customers can just sniff all the traffic that is going on in your business network and just steal passwords or information, or they can even infect computers if they want to. Now, luckily for you, there's a few things that you can do to, on the one hand, stay secure with your public Wi-Fi, and on the other hand, still offer Wi-Fi services to your customers. And no, it does not include setting a better password. Or maybe it does. Like, it happens so often that I just go onto some public Wi-Fi in, for example, a coffee shop, I go to the default gateway IP address, and there it is. It prompts me with a username and password. Now, oftentimes I can just go and look up the MAC address of the router to figure out what type of router it is and just look up the default password, which is most of the time just admin admin or admin password or admin blank, all of those things and just fill that in. And 90% of the times I will be presented with the admin interface of the router. Now, from that interface, an attacker can do a lot of interesting stuff. 
However, you don't want this to happen. So this is the first tip. Make sure that your router password is different than the default one. Also make sure that the password is not the same as the password of your Wi-Fi, which by the way is obsolete for public Wi-Fi. And also just make sure that it is hard to guess or to brute force. So that means it should be at least eight characters long. Use numbers, use letters, use uppercase, lowercase, and just use some symbols like a question mark, for example, or a dollar sign. A second tip is to create a separate private Wi-Fi network just for your guests. So that means that your guests will have a Wi-Fi network and your employees will have a Wi-Fi network. This also means that you should educate your employees to not go on the Wi-Fi network that is specifically for your customers because doing so will expose their data to the customers. So this also means that employees cannot access the data that has been sent to the internet by customers and vice versa. What customers can do, however, is access the traffic of other customers. But then again, it's the responsibility of your customer to stay safe. There are other methods, though. Now, having two separate Wi-Fi networks isn't really a hard task to implement, as most business class routers have a functionality that allows you to make two different networks. A third tip is to implement what's called a captive portal. If you don't know what a captive portal is, it is one of those web pages that pops up whenever you connect to Wi-Fi that is quote unquote protected. So you will see a Wi-Fi network that is not password protected. So it's not having this little lock icon, but whenever you connect, you don't have internet right away. Instead, you get redirected to a web page which shows you a login that can be basically like customized to the business. For example, you can have a like us on Facebook to get access to the Wi-Fi page, or you can have a special username and password specifically for that customer. You can do all kinds of stuff with that. You can also put traffic controls in place or limit bandwidth per user. The fourth tip, however, is a little bit less practical. You should always be aware of hotspots that are near yours. So, for example, what hackers can do is they can set up an evil twin or a evil hotspot or whatever you want to call it, which is basically an exact copy of your hotspot, but it's unprotected and it doesn't have a captive portal. It doesn't have anything. So that means that your customers will probably connect to that Wi-Fi hotspot or maybe the hackers will give it some special name to make it more appealing for your user. So basically, once they connect to that hotspot, the hacker can serve as a man in the middle and basically sniff all the information and packets that go to the internet. So whenever you can, always be on the lookout for those rogue hotspots. Tip number five is to use Mac authentication on your employee network. So that means that it, it's, I know it's a little bit hard to set up, but that means that every device of your employees should be checked by Mac address and should be added to a whitelist so that only those devices can connect to the network. Now, if your company has a bring your own device policy, this can be a little bit harder since there's just more devices to add to the whitelist, but it is a hundred percent safe because there's no unauthorized device that is going to log into your, um, to your employee network. So the last tip probably goes without saying, but don't let your customers access illegal or offensive sites. Do block the Pirate Bay from your uh, Wi-Fi, for example, so that your customers cannot do anything illegal on your premises. 
Also, make sure that their bandwidth is limited so they're not going to go and stream uh, any kind of movies or just download very, very large files on your network. That was it for this episode of The Safe Zone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. There was a lot, a lot of stuff going on in the InfoSec world. So to keep you updated with the latest cybersecurity news, please go and subscribe to this podcast feed so you can have all the new episodes streamed directly to your device. And if you have any questions, just go and uh, email me at info at or you can email me personally, pablo at brusec.com. My name is Pablo, a security researcher at Brusec Security, and I see you in the next episode of The Safe Zone.